Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we can promise is that our conversation will be less than fascinating so that you can feel free to just drift off. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your co-host, Nidhi Khanna. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Listen and Sleep. Or please feel free to review or rate us on iTunes if you have a second. We'd love to hear from you. Indeed. Nidhi, do you like to use a match or lighter when you light your candles? I've noticed you've got a couple of candles lit over there. I do have a couple of candles. One, uh, one I mean, a couple of them are uh, your everyday tea light. Mm-hmm. And the other candle is a bigger one, which is a scented candle. Okay. Which is scented... Um, I actually, oh, it's an aloe vera scented candle. Oh, I didn't even which, know aloe vera had a scent. Absolutely. So, which is interesting. I uh, would not have thought that it would be such a pleasant smell, but okay. I received it from my dear friend, Alexandra Cote, who's a realtor and actually was the one who found me this lovely apartment. Oh, okay. And so she gave me that candle for a housewarming gift. Oh, that's wonderful. And so we will have her on a subsequent episode. Cool. However, to get back to your question... Which is, do you use a match or a lighter to light? Thank you. That was a big digression from that. However, uh, I use matches. Okay. I tend to use matches. Uh, I... I don't know why, actually. I I, I would think that I would prefer a lighter because it would be easier, but Mm -hmm. there's something about lighting a match, I think, that's just... I don't know, romantic sure. or I don't know. I just hate the smell of the sulfur when you light a match. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, do you? Yeah. I've never been a fan of it. And then my problem is, if you blow out the can, if sorry, if you blow out the match, it makes that smoke, that matchy smoke. So I try to always run to the kitchen and throw it in some water. And then my fear is always like, <laughs> how much smoke is coming out of your matches? Enough that it bothers me. Huh, fair enough. But I love, I love. You know, fire lit things. Mm-hmm. So, like a candle, the, the the look of the flame. Or, do you like fireplaces? I love fireplaces. Okay. Growing up, we had a few fireplaces, and I just love the um, smell and the the I don't know the process of putting 
a fire on in a fireplace, sure. you know, having to get the wood and make sure it's lit and the paper. Are you a good fire starter? No, I'm not. Well, yeah. I haven't I haven't started one in forever, so I don't think I am. Okay. But I haven't tried it actually in a really long time. So. Sure. But would you light your fireplaces at home? No, because I was a kid, so oh, it was I always see. like my mom or my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I love the smell of it. Sure. I love the uh, the feeling, the warmness, the coziness. It was something very relax relaxing about a sure. fire, like I, watching I, it cackle. Right. I um, I used to have to fetch the wood to put in the fireplace. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And then I, I actually learned to light the fire at a young age. It was one of my responsibilities was to light the fire. I oh. wasn't particularly great at it. Yeah. But I would have to light the fireplace for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. And have you... We, ever- we had a wood-burning stove. So okay. I don't know if you could consider... And we actually had a fireplace as well. But we would use the wood-burning stove more frequently than we would the fireplace. And would you light bonfires quite often? or? Uh... No, I wouldn't as a kid, but we do have um, a fire pit at the cottage that I will often light. Okay. Mm-hmm. And roast marshmallows on it or just hang around the, f- the fire pit. Or we would burn, you know, sometimes you have to burn some of the cardboard that you accu- accumulate or the, or the leaves. Mm-hmm. Because at the cottage there's so many trees, we have, we have a lot of leaves that we would burn. Um, even though we bag quite a few of them as well, we still burn some. I don't know if it's politically correct to burn leaves anymore i have no idea do you remember burning leaves as a kid no i remember people like making piles and just burning them it seems so you know i don't know if you can do that to do that anymore but i remember we never did that i can honestly say but i remember friends families who would just make a leaf pile and then burn it there and i don't know um yeah because i think now you just put them as part of like compost or anything, right? Right, you can bag them in, in like these kind of uh, papery bags yeah. and compost them. At least they do that here in this in in our city. Um, have you ever had a bonfire on the beach? I have had a bonfire on the beach. Yeah. Tell me about that. It's the best. Well, uh, you know, it was quite a while ago, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it was in India where it's just like you start the bonfire. Mm-hmm. People hang out on the beach. Um, it was like in a resort or something like sure. that, but it's beautiful. I usually like the last bonfire I had was actually at my friend's house in England in their backyard it was like a very big, expansive backyard and, right. and, and lawn. So they had like an area to, to make bonfires. Sure. So, uh, I love that. I love that component of being away and in nature and the roasting of the marshmallows and all of that. It's, uh. I love the smell of it. I love the relaxation. Like, I could just stare at a fire for ages and ages. Right. Yeah. Have you... Do you, When you roast your marshmallow, do you like it really crisp? Or do you like it a, just a little bit brown that you can remove the first layer of skin from it? Or how do you like to... I like it uh, not too crisp. So okay. I think more towards, like, a layer of brown. So, so it's a little bit caramelized. You're not the type of person who makes a fire bottle by putting the marshmallow no. and then blowing out the fire and then eating that. No, but I have a feeling you are. Oh, no, no. no. I prefer... Who was it? I was re- recently had marshmallows. Oh, it was over at my friend Loretto's house. And I said to his son, Jack, um, who's now a young man. He just turned 16. And I said to him, I want to 
roasted marshmallow and I want it really well roasted. And I said it half as a joke. And he brought me the perfect roasted marshmallow I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah, it was perfectly brown. It was perfectly soft. It was perfectly cooked all the way through. You could tell that he rotated the marshmallow in such a manner that it was evenly cooked. And I have to say, there's quite an art to roasting marshmallows. There's actually a whole technique behind it. I mean, you know, like, yeah, you're right. You have to constantly be rotating at Mm -hmm. a certain level. And so how did you, biting into the perfect marshmallow, what was that like? Well, it was funny was when he brought it to me, I just said, well, I don't like marshmallows as a joke. (laughs) But then I saw it and it was like, I grabbed it and I was like, this is fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it, I have to say. Have you ever burnt your tongue oh, on a roasted marshmallow? Many times. Yeah. I don't think you can I don't think you can be around a bonfire and a marshmallow roasting session without at least once in time one time in your life burning, burning the yeah. roof of your mouth. I'm not I have to say, I would prefer a nicely caramelized marshmallow mm-hmm. than the actual like s'mores. Okay. Um That's like, not your thing. No, I don't know why. I would think it would be my thing, but for some reason it's not. Are you... What What do you like to have your marshmallow with? Like, is there a certain addition no, to the not marshmallow? Really. I just like it on its own. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, is, I don't mind like a Rice Krispie square, you know, how you merge marshmallows with Rice Krispies and make those squares. Right. Mm-hmm. I actually, like, other than roasted marshmallows, I'm not a big fan of the marshmallow per se. Okay. Like That's I, not your thing? No. Like in your cereal or things no, like that? No, no. It's not the thing um, that I go to. You mentioned aloe vera earlier. Yes. Have you ever had um, the aloe vera drink, or have you ever used aloe vera on a burner or a cut, speaking of fire? Yes, I have done both. Okay. The aloe vera drink is not my thing, okay. to be quite honest. Because um, there's chunks of, like, a slimy... Yeah, it just, like, it feels very... Thick okay. and not mm, like a natural liquid. Right. Although I know it's supposed to be very, very good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, aloe vera, I have used on like a, a cut before, like from an aloe plant. Right. Actually, I would like to get an aloe plant. Do you don't have one? No. Oh, I thought that was an aloe vera plant. That's a succulent. Okay. Is that th- the same as no, an aloe? No. Well, I think I think an aloe vera is a succulent, but I don't think all succulents are aloe, aloe vera. So, uh, clearly. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe it looks like it a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of like aloe vera juice? Um, yeah, I prefer coconut water to <laughs> it. If I had the choice between the two, yeah, I'd drink coconut water. Uh, it just seems a little bit weird. It se- seems a little bit jelly-like. Yeah. So I don't know, not my thing. But I like the look of an aloe vera plant. I think it's a really cool-looking plant, and they say everyone should have an aloe vera plant in the home. For just such emergencies hmm. like a burn or a cut and whatnot. And so you, you, for those people who aren't familiar with the aloe vera plant, it kind of looks like a spiky leafed cactus. I don't know. How would you do it? Like it's clearly a succulent. Right. But you're supposed to break it off and this kind of um, oozy liquid jelly comes out of it. And you put that directly on your burn or wound. Would you say? Yeah, I think that would be an accurate description mm-hmm. of it. Um, 
I, I mean, the juice itself is like supposed to be really good for your immune system. Oh. Um, and detoxifying and everything. But I'm gonna have to give it a second chance. Maybe, maybe. There's also aloe vera um, gel that you can like, like it's as you were saying, kind of like the jelly form that mm-hmm. you were just des- describing, but um, you can consume it like the gel. Okay. Oh, just like that. Just like the gel itself. Well, there you go. Um, Well, I mean, I don't know if it's... So, I don't know with the gel if they have uh, done something to it. I don't know if it's the same gel that would just come out of the jelly of the the plant or if they've added something to it to make it less... I I don't know. To make it more... To be be able to orally consume it, essentially. Uh, Clearly, you don't work in an aloe vera processing plant, is I what you're saying. I'm basically <laughs> saying that, exactly. Do not do anything with aloe vera based on this podcast. So it seems like we've gone from fire to aloe vera and back again. But I wanted to ask you, Nitty, mm-hmm. do you cook with gas or do you cook on an electric stove? So oddly enough, I currently cook. And which do you prefer? Okay. I'm just gonna throw. I'm gonna stop throw you. I'm gonna stop you mid-answer <laughs> to ask you another question. Sorry about that. That's okay. So I have cooked on both in the past. Currently, I'm cooking on an electric stove. Mm-hmm. However, in uh, the house that I grew up in, we we had a gas stove, and I enjoy a gas stove uh, because you have the ability to really control the level of heat in a different way like it's i find it's easier to cook rice or if you're boiling things like i think it's like the level of heat from simmer all the way to major heat is a lot more uh, nuanced than let's say an electrical stove what do you think you know nitty i always i grew up with electrical electric stoves and then we had the opportunity to get gas in the house right and we're like we're gonna do it and it wasn't easy because we had to bring the gas line and we had to cut the ceiling and, uh, you know, it was a bit of a rigmarole. But I said to my wife, I'm like, I've always wanted to cook with gas. And they say that the food comes out tasting better when you cook with gas. Now, Nitty, I'm one of those people that if you tell me something like that, immediately it locks in my brain and that's what I want. For example, I was told, and so you've got to be careful when you tell me little factoids like that. I was told that if you sit in a movie theater, you should sit on the left side because we read from left to right, and therefore you get the scope of the movie better. You pick up things that you wouldn't Hmm. if you sit on the right side of the theater. And so now whenever we go to the movies, I have to sit on the left side, and all my friends know that. That's so... Do you find it actually makes a difference? It only makes a difference to me now because if I sit on the right side, I feel uncomfortable thinking I won't enjoy the movie as much. What about the middle, though? The middle's fine. Okay. So the middle or left? But my preference is the left over the middle because of that factoid. But since since someone told me, you know, things taste better when you cook on gas, we got the gas stove. And I kind of love it. I love love the lighting of it. I love the blue flame that comes from it. I love... The, and in particular, they said you can taste the difference with your espresso when you cook on gas and when you cook on with with fire. Sorry, when you cook with gas yes, versus electric. electric. Thank and you. you find that that's true? I do notice that. Huh. I do notice that there's a... 
so there's also, I mean, just from a very practical sense, mm-hmm. um, the cost of operating a gas stove is much cheaper than an electric stove. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, because you're not using the electricity, you're using the gas line. Right, but you're still paying for the natural gas, Well, right? apparently, apparently... The cost The cost kind of offsets the wow. setup cost of it as Could compared be. to electric. But I don't know, you would probably know that more. I should look into that. Yeah, you should. I'd have to look at my bills from prior to the gas stove and... But I love it. Like, is there anything you miss about the electric stove? It's easier to clean. Oh, okay. Because okay. you don't have the pit that a gas stove has, and by pit I mean like you know there's a there's a sort of where the there's more there's more distance and more open space between the what would you call it the grill plate to where the gas is sure. and so if things spill you have to remove parts Everything. you know yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit more of a pain that's why you know those stovetop gas uh, electric stoves that are just kind of like they don't have the coil mm-hmm. that a lot of electric stoves have it's just a flat surface mm-hmm. those are the easiest to clean mm. and my sister has that but my sister dropped a pan or a pot on it and cracked it because it's <gasps> glass and so when you go to her house, no. one of, yeah, it's like smashed almost like a phone. You know when you crack a yeah, yeah, the phone uh, iPhones yeah. or, or what do you call these kind of phones? The yeah, glass phones. Yeah, um, the screen. Screen, yeah, it was cracked. It kind of looked like that, only much more dramatic because it's oh, a wow. stove. And I said, "You've got to replace this." And she's like, "Yeah, I know," and, but she still uses it. She can still use it. And I'm like, "I don't know how good this is <laughs> to use," but I also find that I like how quick. A gas stove will cook things. So, for example, yes. even when you put the water on for tea, it's much faster. It's than so an much faster. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Is there? Um, speaking of sort of pros and cons of different types of. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I know we were just talking about gas and electricity, but lamps versus candles. Oh. That's a really good question. You know, I think, and Nidhi, I love lamps. Mm -hmm. There's something, I don't know what it is about lamps Mm -hmm. that I really kind of enjoy. So a cool lamp is like, I can really get behind it. Mm -hmm. So I would say reading to a lamp is better than reading to a candle. Of course. But. In terms of like the state of an ambiance when you walk into a room. You know, immediately you'd think candle, but there's something to be said about lighting in a room, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these decor magazines talk about that, and you should have layered light mm-hmm. so that you have, like, you know, your main source of light, a couple of little lamps, and some backlight and all this. And, um, you know, I'm currently taking a directing course, and I, I'm excited and nervous about the lighting aspect of it because I just don't have a great handle on that. And I really want to because it's so imperative in film. So that's one of my big things that I'm looking forward to. But I'd say they're equally as important. Certainly a candle. Candles feature important roles in our lives because candles have been around much before electricity and lights. So like the birthday cake. Birthday cake is not a cake until you put the candles on it because then it becomes just a cake. It's just a cake. And for me, until you light the candles, that's when it becomes a birthday cake. 
Fair enough. And so to illustrate a bit of the lamp versus candle dilemma, mm-hmm. I've just turned off, because I have some candles going on here, right. I've turned off the lights. And it's uh, an afternoon, a bit of a gray afternoon. Sure. So how do you feel that the ambiance has changed in here? I mean, I like it. I think your candle is a little bit distant. What I don't like is really heavy scented candles mm. and your candle isn't heavy scented. Right. Or have you ever had one of those candles that smells like apple pie or gingerbread? Mm. Those drive me crazy because then I hunger for those items the, that they smell right, like. Right. So I can't have those kind of candles. So what kind of scented candles? So for me, because I, I like, um, similar to you, more of like a... Uh, subtle se- mm-hmm. scent to make sure. candles. However, I like them to actually infuse the room a bit. Right. Um, like I like the vanillas. I like the kind of right uh, odd ones too, like the fig or mm-hmm. like these odd scents. Um, but is there a particular scent that you gravitate towards? I've always um, gravitated towards lavender. I love lavender. Or citrus. So you could have like an okay. orange candle or right, a like a little candle. fresh. Yeah. I like I like beeswax candles too. Why? Um, supposedly they're they're great at removing uh, negative ions from the room, or they do um, something like that. They're able to sort of offset a lot of the um, stuff we get from our electrical appliances or our computer stuff. Sorry, I didn't explain that well, but I think you know what I'm trying to yeah try yeah and say. like the frequencies and all that, that thing yeah. and. Um, they're a natural substance, and you know how there's all this sort of talk about like not using certain wicks because they contain a carcinogen or oh, whatnot, really? and there's certain candle waxes that are better than others. Supposedly, the best is a beeswax uh, candle, okay. and they and they last they last a nice period of time, and they look pretty too. There's something yeah. about the golden color that I enjoy, so I think it's like all that wrap, and they do have a certain honeyish smell to it like i don't think i don't sweet i don't think they infuse the air with it Mm -hmm. but if you're close to the candle Mm. you can certainly get that and you can certainly tell that it's a a beeswax candle versus a soy or a paraffin i don't think that is it the paraffin wax that they say isn't that great i don't know but what about those citronella ones that are that you put out um on patios for mosquitoes and things i wonder Citronella is from a plant, right? It's like a flower or, okay. or, or some sort of like weed-like plant. I guess I should look it up. But um, I think they tell you not to light them in the home. You're supposed to light them outside. Just like those... Um, wow, this really is the fire episode, mm-hmm. isn't it? We're talking about it. It is. You know those mosquito coils? <laughs> There's a mosquito coil that you kind of... It looks actually, funny enough, it kind of looks like the coil of a electric stove. So it has that same sort of look. Oh, They're usually yeah. green. You light the end of it and yeah, it smokes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I think those have citronella in it as well. And it is, I was just watching a program where they were making them in India. Go figure. And they were made with turmeric, citronella, coconut, um, coconut uh, wood, I guess, mulch. And they made these coils. And... Um, they were all sort of natural. Because I always thought, what chemicals are they putting mm-hmm. in this, this particular program that made those coils? It was all natural. So you can get all natural sort of uh, those coils. But yeah, I, I don't mind the smell of citronella no. candles. How about you? Um, I don't mind it that much. I uh, 
I would prefer, I think, those candles. So it's funny because growing up, we had in our backyard those, uh, I mean, they were all the rage, I think, in the 80s and early 90s, like the mosquito zappers. Do you sure. remember those? Like they're lamps that mosquitoes yes. are going in. Need zap. Yeah. Zap, uh, which is not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, citronella looks like a like a weed. It does more, look like more, a more weed. like a weed or a grass. But it's uh, been a, like it's uh, got a bit of controversy. Like some people think it's very bad for you, and oh, some really? people are yeah. Some people um, say, say it's harmless. It's, yeah. Wow. So. Who knows what part of the spectrum it's actually on. Those Um, mosquito zappers, the thing that is not great about them is that they'll often zap bugs that are not harmful. Yeah. And I don't mean harmful, but not mosquitoes. Yeah. That are part of... uh, Sorry about that. That's okay. I I had to drop it right next to the microphone. (laughs) I know. As every few episodes, we need a pen drop from you, Marco. But um, I used to love watching them get zapped. I know, but there's something really Sadistic. horrible about it. You're, kid, you're yeah, just excited totally. to see something go in there. And, and... Um, what other fire-based products do you gravitate towards? I mean, well, I used to have a fire, like those old-school lamps. Those, um, you know, you'd put you'd put some um, kerosene in, kerosene lamps. Mm-hmm. I had a kerosene lamp, but I was always worried about it because were you Sherlock Holmes? No. <laughs> A friend of mine bought it for me as a gift. I don't know why. And I was like, okay, let's use it up at the cottage. I don't know why. I'm like, we have it. We might as well use it. And it was it was neat because it's something that you see in movies. So you oh, don't I... really have experience of having a kerosene, kerosene lamp with the, with the hurricane kind of glass yeah. on top of it. I so, imagine like, um, do you remember the Hardy Boys? Sure. Or Nancy Drew mm-hmm. and like those old style covers that they used to have. Yeah. I can just imagine you with the kerosene lamp, uh, like on one of those covers, like kind of walking um, with some friends. We would light it and just have it there. And then I was always worried, worried because, you know, if kerosene, if a kerosene lamp drops on the floor, all mm-hmm. the kerosene will catch on fire. Mm. And because there's a lot of wood at the cottage, then there it would be going, right? So we did it once or twice and it was kind of neat, but that's it. <laughs> That's I, my grandfather used to smoke a pipe. Do you know anyone who smokes those traditional pipes with tobacco? My grandfather used to, okay. and he actually used to like smoke unfiltered cigarettes. You know, like they just used to do like hardcore tobacco. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, I always found I always found pipes to be really interesting because my grandfather used to smoke one when I was a child. Was he Sherlock Holmes? No, he wasn't. Oh. Maybe he was, but no. <laughs> um, but uh, I just remember seeing like the tobacco in the pipe kind of be lit like kind of be like yeah it's a bit of get, an odd process too mm-hmm. right to like get it in and pack it in and light the, the pipe yeah. yeah i have like a very vague memory because i must have been really young when that happened i have you ever smoked a pipe no no me no. neither i don't know what that would be I, like. I haven't really smoked cigarettes either that was never my thing no my dad smoked quite a bit when i was a kid and I think back then they were telling you how bad, when I was a child, yeah. how bad it was. So it just, once again, you tell me one of these things as a small kid and it sticks <laughs> it in my head. It gets in your head. Well, we hope this fire episode has not stuck in your head, but has allowed you to, at the very least, relax. We want to thank you for joining us on this particular episode. As always, please do contact us at Listen and Sleep or find us on iTunes. Rate us, review us, let us know what you think. 
We are produced by Drumcast Productions and have been recording from Toronto, Canada. So until the next time, we hope that you listen and sleep. <laughs>